balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. People will call and they'll say, you need to get new actors. The ones you have are bad. <laughs> Those are truly, actually the calls that people make into their health coaches to get help. I don't sit and tell you it's going to cure the coronavirus. What it does do is that chemistry goes in and it helps your body do what it needs. The reason there's so many different types of successes is because we aren't targeting anyone. All we do is help the body help itself and whatever it finds and it can do and go in and work and fix, that's what it's going to go in and help do. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. Question Authority. And when Authority answers, Arch One Eyebrow and ask, Is that so? The Kate Daly Show starts now. Have you ever heard of some fellas who first came over to this country? You know what they found? They found a howling wilderness with summers too hot and winters freezing. Did they have insurance for their old age, for their crops, for their homes? They did not. They looked at the land and the forests and the rivers. They looked at their wives, their kids, and their houses. And then they looked up at the sky and they said, Thanks, God. We'll take it from here. They were rugged fellows. They were men. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show. Hot off the presses live today. And uh, so glad that you're a part of it today. In fact, I have Melissa on. Melissa Smith joins me, of course, because it's Wednesday. And uh, and I'm excited because we have three pretty in-depth topics we're going to cover. And not enough show, of course, to do it, but we're going to try. And uh, they're really sort of very timely, right off the presses sort of uh, topics. And so I welcome Melissa. How are you? I'm good. It's, it's Wednesday and the sun is shining and I'm still breathing air. So it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I like your optimism. And of course, go to katedallyradio.com. You can hit the podcast. That's the that's the recorded version of the live show. And I really appreciate you sharing these, uh, these uh, clips and these shows with people so that they can be educated. And so, Melissa, let's start off with a really hot uh, subject. And we've talked for a few days now about Frank Fogluzio or whatever his name is, Fogluzio. Um, I just call him a liar, but he is FBI guy, a, a TV expert who is saying how they have to demonize the right and how we're such a danger to society because we were so dangerous on January the 6th. Well, you and I both know the facts and we know that that never we were never dangerous. Nothing ever occurred to the like. And they tried to, to lie in the press. They tried to say that that uh, these people uh, took a fire extinguisher to the Capitol Guard and killed him. That didn't happen. And so they finally had to admit the truth. But see, you tell a lie so often people remember the lie. And so here we are. So let's talk about a little bit about about that and about uh, the uh, so-called uh, conspirators, shall we? Yeah, let's. Yeah. Hmm. Um, the, the real bottom line here, mm-hmm. and this is the piece of news that's hot off the press, is that Matt um, Gates, from the representative from Florida, has now written a letter to Christopher Ray, the director of the FBI, and he has some very interesting questions to ask of the FBI. And, and maybe this is the springboard we can use to look a little bit deeper on some of this. Good. So 
He wants to know, Mm -hmm. um, in the year that leading up to the events of January 6th Mm -hmm. and during January 6th events themselves, to what extent were the three primary militia groups, the Oath Keepers, the the Proud Boys, and the Three Percenters infiltrated by agencies of the federal government, including the FBI, or informants of those agencies? Hmm. So we can start there if you want in to. In the because, year before, in the year before the event. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Okay. And uh, the second question is exactly how many federal undercover agents or confidential informants were present at the Capitol or in the Capitol during the siege and what roles did they play? Well, if it's anything like the Bundy situation, it was mostly all FBI uh, agents in disguise and um, people that were paid to uh, narc. So kind of interesting because it kind of even outnumbered the people that were actually there for the reasons they were there. So um, I'm going to guess there were way more of those guys <laughs> than than actual uh, patriots that actually went into the Capitol. But that's probably me. Yeah. The, the third item he wants to know um Representative Gates, of all the unindicted co-conspirators referenced in the charging documents of those indicted for crimes on January 6th, how many worked as confidential informants or as undercover operatives for the federal government? So you can kind of tell where he's headed with this discussion. Yeah, and I'm so glad that he is. Wow, what a discussion to have because, boy, they sure haven't offered this one up in the press. Hmm. Um, No, Mm -mm. because the press theory is that um, it was Trump supporters mm-hmm. and QAnon people who were domestic terrorists who were totally out of control and smashing yeah. things with the intent to kill? Right, and burn they and- killed them all. Like, oh, they, 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 I'm killed them all. They said they were digital soldiers, in fact, and that they're so violent and that they coordinated this whole event. And Trump was at the helm of it, right? He got everybody right. there. Oh, okay, <laughs> I and want to get fact, the narrative. There has now yeah. been produced a 95-page congressional document from a Senate Homeland Security and Rules Committee that concluded there was a significant breakdown of the federal intelligence agencies failing to warn of potential violence. And, okay, my opinion and my opinion only Mm -hmm. is that the reason they didn't warn of it was because they were busy concocting it. Yeah. Yep. And they didn't feel, they didn't want to warn of it because they were setting a narrative in motion that was deliberately created to vilify the opposition. Yeah. Hmm. Now, I d- it's kind of curious. I didn't know the FBI should have opposition. Shouldn't they just totally be seeking amazing. truth, justice in the American way? Well, one would think. Um, that's usually not what's going on. That wasn't my observation anyway, because uh, Flaguzzi kept telling me uh, what a liar I was over and over and over again, shoring up the lies of the media that were actually proven to be lies. So he was shoring up a lie over and over again in, uh, for the, uh, around all of the events that happened that day. And I thought, wow. They're really going to bat on this. Do you know what he concocted? That uh, the people present had um, concocted a plan to kill the vice president and Nancy Pelosi. Not not the vice, Nancy Pelosi mostly. But I just thought that was kind of interesting that they went to that. And, um, and really, have they ever showed proof of that? 
Have they ever showed anything from that? No. But he sure put it out there to try to shut me up from talking about the events that actually happened that day. It was really strange. Well, uh, let's just ask some hypothetical questions. Mm -hmm. For example, if it turns out that there was an extraordinary percentage of the unindicted Mm co-conspirators that were... And it turns out that they were actively planning the events. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, does that mean, you know, what does that really mean? Right. That means the federal government was actually planning this. Yeah. With the intent of pinning it on the right. American citizens. Yeah. On the right. I mean, that that's who they're after right now. Right. Because the, the, when you're a leftist in America and you're Antifa out, um, they have plenty of things to use if they were really going to truly go after these people for the violent acts that they were doing. But the only thing they can dredge up, and I mean, they have to scour the bottom of the barrel to find it, would be this event on January 6th. Right. Because we're not out there violently protesting. And so they tried to turn it into a violent protest. And boy, did they try because they've called it every name in the book, insurrection over and over, all the wording they've used, domestic terrorists, all of this, you know, the events of that day, that horrible day. What have they done to the, what was it, the temple of democracy? I mean, I it was so overblown in the press. It was almost amazing to listen to. And then when you got right down to it, what did they actually really do? Oh, they were waved in and took selfies. That's yeah. about the extent of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's only event well, they have. Well, I, I think it's really interesting. Some of the reporting that's out there right now, If if you don't remember it, then go look it up. But mm-hmm. there was a plot, supposedly, mm-hmm. to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan. And there are many people who believe mm-hmm. that that was a trial run for January 6th. Ooh, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's because, very interesting. Uh-huh. Well, because we see some of the same kinds of issues. Mm-hmm. FBI and unindicted Mm co-conspirators that were kind of in the thick of things, Mm -hmm. egging it on, helping to make the plans and providing resources, including cash and supposedly access to explosives, all kinds of stuff. What started out is, hey, let's have a rally at, Mm -hmm. at... and let Gretchen Whitmer know how really angry we are about the lockdown mm-hmm. suddenly morphed into a let's kidnap her and put her on a boat and, and abandon her you know, in the middle of Lake Michigan. You know, you have to think motive here. And number one, no one on the right wants to be in the same room with Gretchen because she's that disgusting. <laughs> so there's really no motive to ever really want to do that. And the motive on January 6th, we want to interrupt the very meeting we came for doesn't make any sense either. And so even if you were just going to go to motive, they couldn't shore it up. Well, let's take this little tidbit. Mm-hmm. That the director of the Detroit FBI field office, who oversaw uh-huh. the the infiltration of those groups in Michigan that were, that were apparently responsible for this, right after that story broke, he was very quietly promoted to the D.C. field office, where he is now the lead FBI agent for all of the January 6th cases. Got a promotion, and he's over the same exact 
other event? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, you know what? You so couldn't write that in a movie. Red flags. Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Um, you know, it is interesting how they keep showing up, though, and they do get promotions. I always do find that interesting. Um, boy, talk about somebody uh, that wanted to be right there in the thick of things, huh? I love that Matt Gates actually asked the questions he did. Um, cause it really does tell the American people, gee, what did you plan? What did you do? And puts the spotlight right back on the FBI where it needs to be. Golly, I hate to even say this cause it's so cliched now, mm-hmm. but Reichstag fire comes to mind right off the top. Yep. Let's create a situation that we're actually going to kind of put the wheels under it mm-hmm. we're going to create a situation then we're going to blame the people that we hate so we can throw them all in jail and and vilify our opposition yep yep they'll that's never, the playbook they'll never and stand for anything. an awful lot and that's what that's exactly what matt gates is kind of sniffing Same. around at. yeah which is really good i applaud that and you know that's an interesting observation was that the precursor event to to figure out just how to demonize the right because if you're if we're not giving them any ammunition if we're if we're truly not giving them any reason they have to invent reasons and this is usually what they try to do this is usually the way they go about it from what i've found and that's been really discouraging as an american because you don't think that that to me that's traitorous and so you don't think that they're going to do things like this but they very much they very much do i've had too much well proof. in the gretchen whitmer situation mm-hmm. of the um there were 26 of the people that were the plotters of the whole mm-hmm. kind of crazy, crazy thing. Right. Five of them were FBI operatives. Interesting. Wow. That would be a fourth of them. Yeah. And I bet it's more than that. Um, I bet it is. Yeah. No Christmas miracle there. Uh, yeah. We could, you can pretty much see the writing on the wall. We'll be right back more with Melissa. Don't go anywhere. You're not going to want to miss this.